Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. It's Saturday, March 19th, 2022. When the book of your life is completed and written, so to speak, what will it say? What will be the summary of what kind of person that you were, what kind of life that you lived? That's something good for us to think about sometime. I think even of Ecclesiastes where it reminds us it's better to go to the house of mourning than the house of feasting because this is the end of all mankind and the living will take it to heart. It's good for us to consider the end from time to time so that we might consider how we're living right now. And one word that all of us as believers in Jesus Christ should aim for to describe our lives when the books are closed and and all is done and we have breathed our final breath. One thing we should all aspire to is to be found faithful. That, that in the end, uh, we, we faithfully served our King all of our lives since we were saved. That, that is something that we should seek. And today we're going to see some passages that I think encourage us towards that end. And we're going to start with the book of Deuteronomy. Now we're starting Deuteronomy today. We finished up the book of Numbers or the book of Warriors as we called it. And we're going to see some similar content today. We're going to see really moving from one to the other. But Deuteronomy, uh, that word comes from some of the Greek words that mean the second law. Um, and even you're going to see literally this, the Ten Commandments are repeated. So that there's kind of a repetition of some of the things in the law. So that's why it's referred to here as the second law. But another way to think of it is this is Moses's final sermon. This is Moses's final instruction. They are now at the borders of the promised land. Moses is not going to go into the promised land, but Moses is giving his final words, the final direction from God in his lifetime to the people of Israel. So that is what we need to understand is kind of the big picture of the book of Deuteronomy. And as I mentioned, this book is really, I think, one of the most underrated books in the Bible. There is so much good things, so many good things in this book. And I think as we read it, you are going to see that. Now, it starts really with a recounting of a lot of what we've already seen. And even we'll see today a recounting of some of the key elements of the book of Numbers. It starts really with Moses. It says, these are the words that Moses spoke to all Israel beyond the Jordan in the wilderness. So they're beyond the Jordan. Uh, They're about to cross the Jordan. That's what we're going to see at the beginning of the next book. But now here, after the 40 years of wandering in the wilderness, God, uh, it says there in verse five, before beyond the Jordan in this land of Moab, Moses undertook to explain this law. You know, he's going to explain the law to the people. And he starts with recounting some of their journeys from really Mount Sinai or Horeb there. It talks about appointing leaders, but then it gets to what really is the critical event in the book of Numbers, the failure of the people to go and take the land. It tells them of God saying, hey, let's go up and take it. They send out the spies and they come back and they say it's a good land. But in verse 26, yet... 
you would not go up, but rebelled against the command of the Lord your God. And you murmured in your tents and said, because the Lord hated us, he brought us out of the land of Egypt to give us into the hand of the Amorites to destroy us. Where are we going up? Our brothers have made our hearts melt, saying the people are greater and taller than we. The cities are great and fortified up to heaven. And besides, we have seen the sons of the Anakim there. Then I said to you, do not be in dread or afraid of them. The Lord your God who goes before you will himself fight for you, just as he did for you in Egypt before your eyes and in the wilderness where you have seen how the Lord your God carried you as a man carries his son all the way that you went until you came to this place. Yet in spite of this word, you did not believe the Lord your God who went before you in the way to seek you out a place to pitch your tents and fire in fire by night and in the cloud by day to show you by what way you should go. So he recounts their failure. And if our goal is faithfulness, we need to realize our faithfulness ultimately will rest on the faithfulness of God. And I want you to notice how Moses goes back to that when he reminds them, um, God, he's going to fight for you. And remember how he did that against the Egyptians? Remember how he did that uh, in the wilderness? Remember all these things your God has done for you? And I love even just the way it puts it. God has carried you as a man carries his son all the way that you went until you came to this place. So that's a good reminder. If we're going to make it to the end faithful, part of the reason is going to be because God carried us there. Ultimately, it depends on his faithfulness. Yet God calls us to respond to his faithfulness with trust and with faith. And this is really the big lesson of the book of Numbers is they failed to trust God. And when the books of our lives are written, may we see them say that we trusted God. We were like, as it goes on to praise Joshua and Caleb, men who trusted God fully. And in that moment, they even stood up and and praised God and trusted God and encouraged the people to trust God, even if they weren't listened to. So may we remember from the book of Numbers how great God is and just those examples of faith, especially of Joshua and Caleb. And may we follow in those footsteps as we put our faith in a faithful God. And that's how in the end, we will end up living lives that are faithful. And then it goes on to recount more, the end of chapter one, how the people, they tried to go up then when God said, well, no, it's too late. You, you, you. You blew the opportunity. You didn't trust me. Now I'm not going to fight for you. And they go up and fight anyways, and they lose. And then it reflects on them you know, wandering in the wilderness and even wandering around Edom and Moab, lands that God had not given them, and how they defeated King Sihon. Um, and it recounts those things in the rest of chapter 2. And in chapter, uh, we'll be getting into some more of the meat of Moses' sermon here, really, in Deuteronomy in the days to come. But even as we think of this idea of faithfulness, let's go now to Luke chapter 12, verses 41 through 59. And just consider the ending of yesterday in verse 40, where it says, You also must be ready for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. And it's based on that that it leads into this other conversation where Jesus says in verse 42, Who then is the faithful and wise manager whom his master will set over his household to give them their portion of food at the proper time? 
Blessed is that servant whom his master will find so doing when he comes. So there, the faithful and wise manager, and Jesus really speaking in a parable here of servants waiting for their master, being faithful to serve their master. And that is what we want to aspire to. But then he says, but if the servant says to himself, my master is delayed in coming and begins to beat the male and female servants and to eat and drink and get drunk, the master of that servant will servant will come on a day when he does not expect him and at an hour he does not know and will cut him in pieces and put him with the unfaithful. And then it talks even about punishments that he gives to other uh, servants. And it says at the end of that section in verse 48, everyone to whom much was given of him, much will be required. And from him to whom they entrusted much, they will demand the more. And so there we see just the importance of living life in a constant state of readiness, living life in a constant state of faithfulness, serving God, uh, fulfilling his will, being faithful to his mission. uh, So we're ready anytime he returns. And we don't want to be get lazy. We don't want to, it highlights here, even mistreat others or just focus on pleasure in this world. We want to focus on serving our king. And there is that a pretty serious warning there at the end of that section of to whom much is given, much will be required. And I'm just going to go out on a limb and say, if you're listening to this podcast and you have access to scripture the way that you do and all these resources at your fingertips in the palm of your hand, much has been given to you. Um, we look around at what we have and, and all that God has blessed us with. We need to be honest and say much has been given to us. If we are not found faithful in that, I mean, really, to some extent, shame on us for not being faithful in spite of all the resources that we have, all that God has shown us through his word and all the access that we have to it. So may we be found faithful. And I want you to take some time and just examine your own life today. Are you faithfully serving Christ? Or are you starting to get lazy or starting to mistreat others or starting to focus on the things of this world? Uh, What is it for you? We don't know what time the the master is coming, but we want to be ready. We want to be found faithful. So first and foremost, that's going to start with his faithfulness and observing that and praising that and trusting that. But then it's going to look like us trusting that faithful God, doing what he says, even when the opposition seems really big and scary, or it seems like God's taking too long to keep his promises. No, we will trust that he is faithful and that will inspire and help us to be faithful as well. And I hope that all of us, when we meet the Lord someday, we hear those words, well done, good and faithful servant. Thanks for digging into God's Word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out RevivalFromTheBible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to CompassBible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.